Good morning. morning. Welcome to Morning Prayers. My name is Arik Fleming, and I am a first-year MDiv at Harvard Divinity School, and it is my pleasure to facilitate Morning Prayers for you this morning. Um, Please stand, all who are able, um, and join me in reading on page number 34 in your Black Appleton Psalter. Responsive reading is 67. May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face to shine upon us. Let the peoples praise thee, O God. Let all the peoples praise thee. Let the peoples praise thee, O God, let the peoples praise thee. The earth has yielded its increase. God, our God, has blessed us. God has blessed us. Let all the ends of the earth fear him. From the Gospel according to Luke. Meanwhile, when the crowd gathered in thousands so that they trampled on one another, Jesus began to speak first to his disciples Beware of the yeast of the Pharisees, that is, their hypocrisy. Nothing is covered up that will not be uncovered, 
and nothing secret that will not become known. Therefore, whatever you have said in the dark will be heard in the light, and what you have whispered behind closed doors will be proclaimed from the housetops. The first time an adult man grabbed a part of my body that I regarded as private, I was in the sixth grade. The man was the father of a friend of mine who had come to pick us up from school, and I had gotten to the car first. As we waited for his daughter to arrive, he grabbed a part of my body that no one had ever touched before. He grinned at me as if I were in on the joke, and then his daughter came out of the school and they drove me home. I never told anyone, not because I wasn't close to my parents, I was, but because it was confusing and I felt ashamed, as if I had brought it all on myself somehow. And gradually the memory of what had happened faded leaving in its wake the constant low drone of danger that is part of the soundtrack of every woman's life. I don't remember thinking a lot about it. I don't think I wanted to think about it. But I do remember making sure that I was never alone with that man again. Every woman I know has stories like this. My mother does, my sister does, my daughter does. Most of these stories involve complete strangers, men on trains, on sidewalks, in libraries, on buses, the policeman writing the traffic ticket. In every case, the unwelcome crossing of the boundary of the body seems to come out of nowhere, as if whatever was holding the agreements of civilization in place had somehow suddenly slipped and a hand had shot through from the other side. Last Friday, we all heard the things Donald Trump said about women. How he grabs them, how he kisses them, how they let him because he's a star. He attempted to play it down as locker room banter, but it is of course much more than that. Speech like Trump's shapes a culture in which sexual assault seems normal. It functions the way racist speech functions, the way ridicule of LGBT people functions, the way disparagement of immigrants functions. It creates an environment in which it is easier to harm or violate or kill the people who are being objectified and diminished. In the Gospel of Luke, Jesus says that what we have said in the dark will be heard in the light, and what we have whispered behind closed doors will be proclaimed from the housetops. Access Hollywood's hot mic and our 24-hour news cycle fulfilled that prophecy this week. We all got to hear what Donald Trump said when he thought we weren't listening. It's just talk, he said in the last debate. But Jesus seems to care a lot about talk. It reflects what's in our heart. 
For it is out of the abundance of the heart, Jesus says, that the mouth speaks. It's not what goes into us that defiles us, he insisted. It's what comes out of us. Like the Buddha, who taught that right speech was an integral part on the path to enlightenment, Jesus teaches us that what we say when we think we are not being overheard matters. What we say in the dark is who we are. I keep thinking, once this election is finally over, we can begin mending our broken country. And certainly it is going to take all of us, lifting our voices in protest against violence and hatred in all its forms. It's going to take an uncompromising determination to reclaim the promise of our democracy and to commit ourselves wholeheartedly to providing the best possible education for everyone. It's going to require the hard work of finding one another across the seemingly insurmountable divides that rend this country, and the even harder work of listening to one another. I read that when a crowd of supporters gathered outside of Trump Tower last Friday, a woman walked by and shouted at one such supporter that she should go back to her trailer. We are going to have to do much better than that. We can't wait until the election is over to begin to mend this country. But how are we going to do it? This morning, maybe we can commit ourselves to doing something today. What can we do on this Friday in October that would be healing? What can we do as we move around in our ordinary lives? We know that the pinched, hateful language about women, about Muslims, about African Americans, about immigrants that we have heard from Donald Trump since this campaign began contributes to a culture of violence. We know that. We can see it. We can feel it in our lives and in the lives of others. But are we equally convinced that language that is spacious and creative and full of possibility, language that is compassionate and loving and honest, language that respects and cherishes what is other than <coughs> ourselves, contributes to a culture marked <coughs> by justice and peace? For today, at least, let's talk to each other as if we are convinced, even when we think we are not being overheard. Amen. Would you pray with me? O oh God, holy and beautiful, we thank you for bringing us in safety to this new day. Let everything we read and write, everything we number and interpret, everything we think and do this day praise you. In all that we do, O oh God, let us live for the praise of your glory. Amen. And now please join me in saying the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. And now please stand, all who are able, and join us in the singing of the hymn found on page 7, Go Forth for God. peace of God rest, rule, and abide in each and every one of your lives as you go forth for God until we meet again in your coming and in your going. May you be blessed. Amen. Amen.